Jesus said to his disciples, Do not be afraid any longer, little flock, for your Father is pleased to give you the kingdom. Sell your belongings and give alms. Provide money bags for yourself that do not wear out, and an inexhaustible treasure in heaven that no thief can reach nor moth destroy. For where your treasure is, there also will be heart, your heart will be. Gird your loins and light your lamps and be like servants who await their master's return from a wedding, ready to open immediately when he comes and knocks. Blessed are those servants whom the master finds vigilant on his arrival. Amen, I say to you, he will gird himself, have them recline at table and proceed to wait on them. And should he come in the second or third watch and find them prepared in this way, blessed are those servants. Be sure of this. If the master of the house had known the hour when the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. You also must be prepared for an hour you do not expect. The Son of Man will come. Then Peter said, Lord, is this parable meant for us or for everyone? And the Lord replied, Who then is the faithful and prudent servant whom the master will put in charge of his servants to distribute the food allowance at the proper time? Blessed is a servant whom his master on arrival finds doing so. Truly I say to you, the master will put the servant in charge of all his property. But if that servant says to himself, my master is delayed in coming and begins to beat the men servants and the maid servants to drink, to eat and drink and get drunk, then that servant's master will come on an unexpected day and at an unknown hour and will punish the servant severely and assign him a place with the unfaithful. That servant who knew his master's will but did not make preparations nor act in accord with his will shall be beaten severely. And the servant who was ignorant of his master's will but acted in a way deserving of a severe beating shall be beaten only lightly. Much will be required of the person entrusted with much and still more will be demanded of the person entrusted with more. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise the Gospel, blot out our sins and bring us to eternal life. Amen. Blessed the people the Lord has chosen as his own. Blessed the people the Lord has chosen as his own. How blessed are we because we are counted as the people the Lord has chosen as his own. And that's why we're all here this morning, dear brothers and sisters. 
and you're welcome to this Mass, the 19th Sunday of the Ordinary Time of the Church. We are so thankful also to God for having the Kimbarelli in our midst and all of you. And I wish to use this uh, opportunity to congratulate all the students of St. Thomas the Apostle School because the past week they all came back to school after the long vacation. And as you could see, all those days you were going to school, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, your parents would come drop you off and go back home, some would go to work. But today they didn't drop you, they all are with you here today. Because we all have a common destiny. And that's why we all seated here listening to the same word of God, all of us, in our different circumstances. Because together we all have a common destiny. And that's why even in all the churches all around the continent, even in war-torn areas, they're all listening to this same gospel, nothing different. Because despite all those circumstances, good or bad, we all have one common destiny. That destiny is heaven. And if we look back to the readings of probably the past five Sundays, they have all been pointing to one thing, heaven. And Jesus has been trying to answer the question, what must I do to enter the kingdom of heaven? We heard this about four Sundays ago. What must I do to enter the kingdom of heaven? At that time, Jesus thought about the Samaritan, and he said, go, do likewise. And today, what do we hear from Jesus? Stay awake, be prepared. Why do we need to stay awake? Why do we need to be prepared? Jesus says, because the Son of Man is coming at an hour we do not know. And therefore he says, stay awake. Father Jovi, stay awake. James, stay awake. Aaron, stay awake. Be prepared, Jesus is telling us. What must I do to inherit the kingdom of heaven? Stay awake, be prepared. And we listen to the book of wisdom in the first reading. That book talks about the Passover. That the Passover was realized because of the faith of Abraham. Because God promised Abraham in Genesis chapter 12 verse 7, because of his faith he told Abraham, I am going to give your descendants this land. And so while they sojourned in Egypt, while they suffered, the Lord didn't forget his promise to Abraham because of his faith. After all the years of their sufferings, the Lord restored them to their land. He brought them back to Canaan. He restored them from slavery to freedom, from Egypt to Canaan, from slavery to salvation because of faith. The same faith the church calls us today to have. Have faith in Christ. Believe in Christ. 
believe in whatever Christ says because his word must surely come to pass. And he tells us today, stay awake. I listen sometimes to Archbishop Fulton Shane talk about faith, and he would always liken it to the faith we have on our different doctors. That doctors tell us sometimes, stay away from this food. Even though we love the food, because we believe the doctors and because we want to stay alive, we stay away from the food. Don't drink any longer, even though you like to drink, but the doctor says, don't drink, because you have faith on the doctor person stops drinking. And once he talked about even doctors amputating their patients' uh, feet, their legs, and once he made a joke that a doctor once said to his patients, we're going to cut off your leg because it's bad. Even though the patient cried and cried, they didn't want it cut off. But because the doctor had said it, and because he wanted to leave, he said, okay, cut it off. And then the next morning, the doctor comes after cutting off the leg. The doctor comes back and says, I have uh, good news and bad news for you. The bad news, we cut off the wrong leg. The good news, the other leg is getting better. But then, this patient was willing to let go of the leg that was bad because the doctor says, that's how you can get well, that's how you can be alive. Because of the faith we have in doctors, we believe in what they say. When Jesus says, do this and you will leave, faith makes us believe that. I am going to heaven to prepare a place for you. Faith makes us believe that. And today Jesus says something very important that each of us must pay attention to. He says, to whom much has been given, much will be required. And to whom more has been given, even more would be required. Incidentally, many of us here have received five sacraments from the church. Baptism, Confirmation, Holy Eucharist, Penance. Some have received matrimony. And some, like me, have received the sacraments of holy others. To whom more has been given, more will be required. The more the sacraments you receive, the more your responsibilities. And today we have no reason not to embrace the grace of God. And if you want to understand what Jesus means when he says, to whom much has been given, much will be required, we could refer to what he said in the book of Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 11, from verse 21. He was rebuking the people of Chorazin. He told them, woe to you, Chorazin, woe to you, Bethsaida, because if the great works worked in you had been worked in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented. Woe to you, Capernaum, if the great works you see today were seen by the people of Sodom, they would have repented. And he told them, on the judgment day, the people of Sodom, the people of Tyre and Sidon, judgment will be less on them than for you because you have received much, you have seen much. To whom more has been given, more will be required. 
Today it is easy to go to the sacrament of penance, to go and have our sins forgiven. More than it was uh, in the first centuries of the development of this sacrament. Now let me tell you a little bit of how the sacrament of penance was in the first centuries of the church. It was a public penance, and mostly people received the sacrament just once. And so some preferred the sacrament, preferred to take it at the moment of their death, so that they do not have the opportunity of committing any sin. And so the public penance was taken in four stages. There were the people called the flanters. They stayed outside the church. They are not allowed to come into the church during their period of penance. They stay outside asking people who go into the church to please pray for them. They are the flanters, they stay outside. And then when they graduate from that stage, they are allowed to come into the church, they become the audientes. They are only allowed to come into the church to listen to the word of God. Now this is the process of getting themselves forgiven of their sins. So they listen to the word of God, and after the liturgy of the word, after the intercessory prayers, they have to go home. They don't participate in offertory and in communion. They have to go home to continue their penance. They are not qualified to participate in the sacrament of the Eucharist. And then if they pass that stage, they come to the uh, stage of the substractive. They have to come into the church, but they stay in church prostrating themselves or kneeling. They stay through the offering and through the communion, but they don't receive the communion and they don't participate in offering because they are observing their penance. But they stay kneeling throughout the Mass. And then when they pass that stage, they become consistentes. At this time, they could stand with the assembly, but they are not allowed to participate and communion because they still are passing through penance. It is only after that stage that they are reunited with the community because sin separates us from the community. And this takes a long period of time. But today what we have, you just need to go into the confessional, nail down, confess your sin, and you could do it over and over. And there are people who don't take this opportunity. And Jesus is saying, to whom much has been given, much will be required. My dear brothers and sisters, today as the church calls us to faith, as Jesus calls us to stay awake, to be prepared, may we make use of the sacraments made available for all of us by the church. Today, many of us who receive the Eucharist receive Jesus. And Jesus is saying, to whom much has been given, much will be required. May we make use of these sacraments and be ready to answer the call of Jesus whenever he comes. And blessed are the people the Lord has chosen as his own. Amen.